Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. And I'm really excited about today's guest, Mariana Henninger. She's the founder and CEO of Brand Magnetic. And she's a former senior video producer at NBC News. We're going to talk about the documentary that she produced. And we're going to talk about video, brand story, and building your personal brand. I'm really excited to have influencers come onto the show. And so, Mariana, welcome. Thank you so much. I don't think I've ever been called an influencer. <laughs> but I think if you're if you're doing something amazing and you're helping other people out, you're influencing them, right? So thanks. Yeah. Great to be here. Yeah, uh, it's, you know, it's great to have you on. And um, we had connected through Podmatch. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm always interested in um, just getting people's stories. I'm, you know, very highly curious about entrepreneurs, how they got to where they are. So tell um, the audience your story, you know, you've got an entrepreneurial story, and we'll get into it. (laughs) For sure. Well, um, I I call myself kind of a closeted entrepreneur for many, many years, uh, because (laughs) I didn't, think I would ever own a business necessarily, or I didn't kind of go down that path earlier on. I uh, It was around college, I guess, that I discovered photography um, and then went into journalism and then and then realized that video was the thing I love the most because uh, when I was a photographer and uh, I loved capturing visuals, I was like always a very visual person. I actually designed my first logo for my lemonade stand back when I was like five, um, which I remember my grandma being impressed by. I was like, grandma, it's just whatever. I, I remembered she was impressed for some reason. It kind of stuck with me. But anyway, um, I was a photographer and then I realized that so much of the story was kind of left behind in photos because you don't hear people and their experiences behind that. And I um, sat down for a second and I was like, wow, I only wish I could combine like what I'm hearing and and all these other elements that are missing in these photos. I was like, oh my gosh, that's video that's been created. (laughs) So that's kind of how I, I got into video about 15 years ago and, and have been completely in love with just very personal, intimate emotion you know, emotion-driven storytelling in video form ever since. Uh, but when I look back, I was, the reason I call myself a closeted entrepreneur is because my entire life, you know, back when I was a kid, I told the story of when I was six years old, I uh, we didn't get an allowance at the time, but I always wanted to have like my own money. I wanted to buy my own things and I wanted just to be independent. I was like the typical kind of uh, uh, youngest kid in the family. 
who got to do what she wanted or, or you know, the, the parents are so busy at that point uh, that I had to just sort of be independent. I mean, they were loving. It was an awesome family, but like I, I just hustled from the very beginning. And, um, and so when I was six years old, I decided to ask my neighbor to clear out their, their garden shed so that I could start a little school for <laughs> kindergartners. I was in second grade at the time and I had learned to read and I was like, these kids need to learn to read. They need to like, they can get a leg up, you know, going into first grade. And so I charged each kid 25 cents. That was the, the, so I call it like the, the lowest ticket course ever. And um, yeah, sure enough, I, I sort of built my own little school back when I was seven years old, six, seven years old. Um, and so to go through everything I've gone through in terms of um, the different jobs I've had, and, and I was freelancer for a long time in my, you know, video storytelling journey as a journalist, kind of traveled the world, lived in, I can't even count how many different countries uh, that I've been to and reported from, but I was based in France for a while, based in Israel for a long time as well. Um, and then to sort of leave that world, you know, step aside and kind of finally feel like I've discovered this amazing thing I've always wanted to do, which is build my own business and and just kind of own that trajectory, own all the components to it. Anyway, I could talk forever, like let, one question and you've got me going like for 10 minutes. So. Excellent. Yeah, it, you know, it's quite interesting, uh, you know, the story where, you know, for a long time, I didn't want to call myself an entrepreneur because I thought that mean, meant that, um, you know, you had no job and you just basically, mm. just, <laughs> and, um, you know, basically, you know, kind of doing shady stuff. But, um, and uh, yeah, it's quite interesting how you can explore things like video is so powerful because it's got sound, motion, uh, yeah. you know, it's got emotions. Um, and it's mm -hmm. interesting to see all the different mediums like photos. I wish I had taken more um, journalism classes uh, in college. So, but uh, yeah. Um, so we talk about, you know, we're going to talk about the brand video and, and I'm really curious because uh, I've heard, you know, a lot of um, influencers talk about short form video, the vertical video yeah. format. Uh, what are brand videos and they're the killer marketing tool you haven't heard about? That's right. So basically a brand, we, we know what brand photos are. A lot of us do. They're kind of the photo sessions that you do with a uh, more premium photographer. And those are the photos that you use on your sales page, on your homepage, on your ads everywhere. Right. And they're, they're just like a more polished photo that represents your brand that kind of speaks to you, um, which are super important. And I love them and I've done them myself. Um, but when I look at those photos, I kind of have that same feeling that I had back when I was a photographer, which was, wow, there's so much that's missing here that could be combined with this, right? Combined with the visuals of you in your sort of element. And so a brand video is that is a two to four minute video that's focused on telling that one story that you know will resonate with your audience the most. And so it's not kind of a vanity video. It's not a biopic, if you will. It's not, it's not really um, just you telling your story. It's, you know, a brand video in the way that I teach it and kind of really digs into what part of your story, what elements of your story are going to resonate with your audience and how can we tell that in a very visually compelling way. So it's all about capturing 
the audience right at the beginning, like hooking them in, but also taking them on an emotional journey, connecting with them along the way. You want your your audience watching that brand video at the very end to be like, oh my gosh, he gets me. Like Christopher gets me. He 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 knows what I'm going through. Like I feel the same way. How is he in my head? That's the feeling that we want after watching a brand video. And I when I stepped into the entrepreneurial world, like after leaving the documentary world that I'd been in for 15 years, I'm like, why aren't people doing this? Like this is what I have been doing for 15 years not as a marketing tool, but as a storytelling tool and knowing that connecting emotionally is what makes people do anything, right? Think about, I mean, <laughs> the things that we don't do with an emotional connection tend to be things that we kind of hate or we try to stop doing soon, right? If, if it's a job you hate, but you do it for the money, um, you're not going to be happy doing it. And you certainly are not like excited about it, right? But the things that we connect with emotionally of the things that we love to do. Like there was a study by a, a Harvard professor, Harvard Business School, and he came to find out that 95% of purchasing decisions are based on unbiased emotional connection, unconscious, sorry, unconscious emotion, emotional connection affects 95% of purchasing decisions. That's a mouthful. <laughs> I should uh -huh. practice that one. <laughs> but it's, essentially what that means is like when we connect emotionally with somebody, and, and this is what we do in the brand video, you're no longer thinking about the features you you know you don't feel sold to um and you're not thinking mathematically about like well can i afford this do i have time for this like what are the features what am i actually getting you're convinced that again you you trust that person so much faster and as a friend that you trust you no longer are thinking only in that sort of rational part of your brain where you're again adding like dimes and cents or you're you know, can I really afford this? Do I really need this additional program? Do I really need this coach? Do I have time? Like all the other objections that we might have just sort of kind of fall by the wayside. They, the, the walls come down and what we're moving forward with is our heart and our emotion and, and that connection that we've created of trust. If I feel that you are giving, that you were speaking to me um, and there is some experience behind it. You know, there, there are other components to this. The, you know, the testimonials that you have are important. The case studies that you have are important. Your copy is important. So none of that is, I'm not, you know, the brand video doesn't replace all these other tools that we have, but it's the idea that uh, so many people focus on the language and the value they provide constantly. We're always like value, value, value at every turn, right? But you should not just be seen as the expert. You should be seen as the friend who's an expert. And that is the somebody that we trust so much more quickly because when, when you're trusted as a friend, you know, you, again, you're not nitpicking the offer. You're not nitpicking uh, the language. You're not focusing on your objection. You're kind of going with, with how you feel. And, um, and that will make sales so much easier and so much faster. Uh, yeah. It's quite interesting I, when I'm, looking at um influencers social media profiles or websites and usually like um like linkedin and um i think facebook they allow you to actually um create a video like on the um mm -hmm. avatar so my question for the audience is you know where should the brand video be placed and yeah. like on which platforms and how long should it be for sure so that's 
it's funny because the first question I get asked is, what is it? And the second was like, where does it live? Where does it live? Think of your brand video as the thing that you want people to watch as soon as they get into your universe. So if they've seen a comment that you made in a social media post, if they stumbled upon you, your profile, if they have gotten an email from you, that's where your brand video should live. So in your email signature, every single person that gets an email from you should see it in your signature and should watch it. Every person who lands on your profile should be pinned at the top of your profile, whether it's Instagram or LinkedIn, or I actually don't know if you can pin something to the top of your Pinterest, but if you can, that's, that's where your brand video should be. And so pinned in all those places in your email signature. And then obviously your about me page is like a natural home for it. The about me page on your website is like the second most visited page typically on any website. Why? Because people want to know who you are, who is the person behind this, right? And this is, this is the enlightening way to look at the customer journey, right? You're, you're hooked in by value. You're hooked in by curiosity. Like something hooked me, whatever it was, something hooked me. I'm there. The very next question I'm going to ask, well, like, well, who are you? Like, why should I trust you? Right. And, and the thing we forget about so many times is that there are other people offering similar things to what we're doing. Very rarely are you going to have zero competition. I actually think I have no competition, but I'm sure somebody's going to come around talking about brand videos right after me. But the idea is that you are the biggest differentiator for your offer. Everything else comes afterwards, right? Your testimonials, your case studies, like how much money did you actually make people? That's important, but that comes after because ultimately the person who's buying has to feel connected to you. They have to feel like you're the right person for them. You may have been the right person for Sandy or for Mark or whoever. And th those are great. Those are supporting arguments, right? We, we want those reviews, but ultimately I'm making the decision for myself. And I want to know that you're the right person for me. And so that was <laughs> the wow. tangent on the about me page. We care about who you are, right? So your, your brand video should live there as well. And then I do recommend that it lives on the homepage. Um, I don't think you, it, living in two places on your website is, is too much. I think that on your homepage, you know, you're going to have some other elements there. You're going to be leading with your offer, leading with the transformation you provide, leading with the service you provide, having all those other like supporting voices, if you will, which are the the case studies, the testimonial, all of that kind of is, is uh, you know, those are all the the soldiers in your army, if you will. But the brand video is, is a very big soldier in your army. Um, so it does belong on the homepage as well. That's quite interesting. And then, um, you know, uh, as you know, we have around, you know, five, six minutes in remaining, but you know, you talked about this storytelling and one thing is question is which stories to tell mm -hmm. using and what elements like compelling visual and how do they do the superpowers and kind of like the most common elements to, you know, capture attention, build yeah. emotional connection, all of that. For sure. So I teach that most folks have either one of two types of stories. Sometimes it's a little bit of a mix, but you can kind of tell whether you fall into story type A or story type B. So story type A is what I call an overcome story. Most coaches 
have an overcome story because they're coaching people, they're helping people through something that they live through. So if that's you, you have an overcome story. If you don't have an overcome story, in my case, I don't have an overcome story. I didn't overcome a challenge. I have a passion story. I'm incredibly passionate about emotional, intimate, personal video storytelling specifically. And so in the overcome story, you kind of have a natural story to follow. The sort of structure that I use is you've got an old normal, then you have a turning point, and then you have a new normal. So we really keep it simple. This isn't Lord of the Rings. This isn't like, you know, the hero's journey, and then the guide, and then the obstacle. Like, nope, it's super simplified into these three sort of components of the story. You start one way, you had a problem, right? Something happened. At some point, you had enough, or you got in a car accident, God forbid, or whatever it is. Some It doesn't have to even be that dramatic, right? You could have just woken up one day and you're like, I need to do this, right? I I need this change to happen and I'm going to make it happen. And then in the new normal, you've discovered what life is like in this new phase or after this change has happened. And then if you have a passion story like me, you just go deeper. So we're not going kind of across, if you will, in the story arc, we're going deep. And to me, and just to connect the dots there in terms of like, so, okay, so maybe you've identified which story to tell. Um, but like, what elements do you look for? You look for the elements that you know will connect with your audience. So it's so mind blowing because even though the brand video is about you, I still resonate with, um, our sort of idea in marketing that it's all about your customer, right? It's still about your customer in the sense that when they're watching their brand video, they should feel that connection. So when we're thinking about your brand video, when we're thinking about your story, you're still thinking about your customer. What does my customer need to feel after watching this? How do they need to feel in order to trust me? So you look at the objections that you have in particular, and you look at the feeling that you know the customer that's ready to buy from you has gotten to. So you take your sales cycle that's probably 40 days or longer, however long your sales cycle is now, and you look at how they started and you look at how they finished. And what we're doing is just like, crunching that timeline so that we're talking to them when they're here, we're, we're addressing these sort of emotions and this disconnect and the sort of, I call it skeptic Sam. It's the person who's just kind of, you know, observing you from a distance, not really interacting. You're just kind of somebody they've maybe followed or maybe get emails here and there. they're not committed. They're, 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 you're just one of many others that they've kind of um, brought into their radar, but they're not committed yet. Um, And then you look at raving fan Ramona, the person who's like ready to buy, right? And we want to speak to that feeling and get them to feel this way, right? The the raving fan Ramona, the the ready to buy person um, in your your sales cycle at the end of it. So, So you're really identifying the points of your story that you know will speak to those two um, those two moments. And in terms of compelling visuals, what I teach is you don't want to be literal. I think for most of us entrepreneurs, unless you, you know, you might have a job that's not in front of a computer, but a lot of us do kind of do most of our work in front of, a, of, of the computer. You want to use that as, as little as possible. And so we look at the emotions that we want to create with the visuals. There's a lot of ways to, to illustrate fear, to illustrate doubts, to illustrate joy. And a lot of that is like in nature, it might be in the hobbies that you do. Um, one of my students, for example, she, uh, she helps, she helps people create their first podcast and, and she has a passion story. 
Um, and so I was asking her, so, okay, so what do you love to do? And she was like, well, I love jigsaw puzzles. And I was like, that's perfect. You are taking something that's chaotic and that's messy. And then when you look at it, you don't see order and sense. And that's, those are her strengths. She loves systems. She loves putting things in order. She loves creating that roadmap. And you are going to create something beautiful out of chaos. And so those are, that's just one of the visuals that she's using in her brand video. But you, you think of things that are kind of metaphorical like that. And nature provides a lot of opportunities for sort of these compelling emotional visuals versus just like literal visuals. Yeah. Yeah, really, really fascinating. And it's really, um, you know, it reminds me of uh, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, when he's mm -hmm. describing, you know, when he first entered in the movie business, he was describing what you're, you know, these stories and storytelling through visuals and motion picture and sound and, you know, all of that. It's really, um, and once you find your passion, you know, it's, you know, the rest is history. So um, really, and I can tell really interesting. I know, um, You've done a documentary. It's won a lot. It's been nominated for a lot of awards. Tell people how they can contact you, follow you on social media, check out your work. And yeah, yeah. So I have a brand video starter guide. It's kind of the best place to sort of dive into a brand video, get your thoughts flowing on how you might create your own brand video. So it's just at Brand Meg. Uh, you can sign up for it there. And really what I tell people is like, whether you're ready right now to make your brand video or not, have something that kind of tells your story. Even if it's you speaking to your phone, that is the biggest differentiator that you can possibly have. Um, it's your offer, it's right up there, but don't forget that who you are makes a big difference in why people choose to work with you versus somebody else. And so, but, but just to, just to summarize again, the brand video starter guide is available for free on my website. So it's the brand magnetic. Um, yeah. And uh, it really, uh, you know, it's really um, reminds me of, you know, a lot of clients, they, because they resonate with my story and just kind of this hero's journey and that's, and um, it really works. And especially when you're speaking on stages uh, in public, uh, all of Mariana's resources will be in the links and show notes, brand magnetic. Thanks so much for a very passionate and engaging and insightful discussion on uh, brand videos. Thanks, Christopher. Great to be here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week